0: Welcome to Ed Council Insights. This is our podcast to provide insights into new developments in the Missouri education community. If you are a public school leader, school board member, or any public educational decision maker in Missouri, well, you are in the right place. Welcome. Well, uh, we are back in the saddle today and with a topic that seems to be generating plenty of interest, a fair amount of discussion, controversy. And in some districts, even turmoil, I don't think that's too strong of a statement. That is the topic of district policies regarding sex segregated restrooms, and more specifically, Missouri law regarding sex segregated restrooms in Missouri public schools. You see, at least in at least some parts of the state, we have current and former legislators who are urging, Local school boards to adopt a policy regarding sex segregated restrooms. To me, it is a bit uh, frustrating that although some members of the General Assembly have refused to revisit what I would consider to be flawed legislation or to propose new legislation that answers some of these questions for all of us, they want to compel local school boards to take steps that they themselves are or have not been willing to take. And instead, the General Assembly has maintained a law that will potentially subject school districts to substantial risk of liability. So at this point, I feel compelled to remind our listeners that we avoid weighing in on partisan political issues here at WED Council and taking a side in these fights. And that is not what I'm trying to do today. I'm not trying to weigh in on this as a political matter. It's simply not our role to put our thumb on the scales of what we think a political decision should be or even really a policy decision. Rather, that's a decision that must be made by the people who are elected to make such decisions, and we are careful just not to step into that role. And in this podcast, I am not advocating for a particular political result. What I am suggesting is that we need clarity in state law before we can act, one way or the other as a political subdivision of the state. So let's talk about the law. And in doing so, I wanna focus today on Missouri law specifically. We can talk about how federal law plays into this, but uh, that will be a conversation that we reserve for yet another day. One step at a time. And our current location on the legal landscape at the Missouri state level is an interesting, if not foggy one. And I think one of the reasons it is not clear is because of a profound or what I would consider to be a profound oversight by the Missouri's General Assembly. If the General Assembly would simply revisit the Missouri Human Rights Act, districts would have much greater clarity to act, at least under Missouri law. And here is the critical point. I am not just referring to the fact that our General Assembly hasn't weighed in directly on this issue. I am saying the law as currently written is fundamentally flawed. You see, under Missouri law, as it is currently written, it is expressly prohibited to segregate in the provision of public accommodations on the basis of sex. I'll say that again. Under Missouri law as currently written, it is expressly prohibited to segregate in the provision of public accommodations on the basis of sex. All right, more on that in a minute, but let's talk about where we are in terms of school litigation in Missouri, and then we'll come back to that statutory issue. First, we have, of course, pending litigation against several school districts. Who have restricted student access to school restrooms based upon biological sex. We have one of those cases in which the Missouri Supreme Court has indicated that a student can state a viable claim of sex discrimination because they were denied access to the restroom assigned for individuals of the gender with which they identify. We also have recent legislation that restricts the eligibility of transgender student athletes, and in that context, defines biological sex, so the General Assembly has acted, just not on the statute that really is going to address this restroom issue. In light of all this, it kind of begs the question of why the Missouri General Assembly hasn't simply addressed this issue directly, and it prompted me to take a closer look at the language in the statute that we do have on the books currently claims that are typically made against Missouri public school districts by transgender students regarding the access to restrooms at least under Missouri law falls under the Missouri Human Rights Act our anti-discrimination anti-harassment anti-retaliation statute but more specifically the provision of the Missouri Human Rights Act that prohibits discrimination in public accommodations uh, the Missouri Human Rights Act would indicate that you cannot discriminate or segregate on the basis of a protected classification. So I want to kind of just relate to you exactly what the statute says because it becomes critical. First of all, it says, and I quote, all persons within the jurisdiction of the state of Missouri are free and equal and shall be entitled to the full and equal use and enjoyment within the state of any place of public accommodation as hereinafter defined without discrimination or segregation because of race color religion national origin sex ancestry or disability i'll continue next paragraph and this is in 213.065 for anybody that wants to kind of take a look at it but it says it is an unlawful discriminatory practice for any person directly or indirectly To refuse, withhold from, or deny any other person, or to attempt to refuse, withhold from, or deny any other person any of the accommodations, advantages, facilities, services, or privileges made available in any place of public accommodation, as defined in the statute and this section, or to segregate.  … or discriminate against any such person in the use thereof because of race, color, religion, national origin, sex, ancestry, or disability. The point being it is expressly prohibited to segregate public facilities on the basis of sex. That is the current statutory language. Now, you may be saying, okay, well, how do you define a place of public accommodation, and how does that fit with restrooms? To cut to the chase, uh, I mean it is defined in the statute, and it says that it's, basic, it's very broadly defined, but places of a public accommodation under Missouri Human Rights Act would include all places or businesses offering or holding out to the general public goods, services, privileges, facilities, advantages, or accommodations for the peace, comfort, health, welfare, and safety of the general public. or such public places providing food, shelter, recreation, and amusement. So, And to be clear, the Missouri Supreme Court has looked at that language in the context of a transgender student making a claim that they were denied access to public accommodations because they weren't allowed to use the restroom at the school of the gender with which they identified. And the court said – the Missouri Supreme Court said that is a public accommodation. So as we look at this, you have to ask the question, what does all of this mean? We have a statute that prohibits something that we do routinely in the state of Missouri, in every single school district across the state, and every single other place of public accommodation. So if we read the statute literally, Missouri law does prohibit school districts from segregating their restrooms on the basis of sex, and if we read that literally… Missouri law considers it unlawful discrimination to segregate any facilities on the basis of sex. And if read literally, the school district could not keep a male student from accessing a female restroom or a female from accessing a male restroom. One could even argue that the law is clear on this point and that we cannot segregate on the basis of sex. Nevertheless, as we all know, this is not how the language of the statute is commonly viewed. After all, places of public accommodation in Missouri consistently and routinely segregate individuals on the basis of sex, at least with respect to restroom usage. And so as we look at all of this and we have this push from members of the General Assembly or former or current and others who are saying – That school districts need to adopt a policy that addresses this issue. I asked the question, you know, why is it that the political subdivisions of the state, the school boards, should be the ones to do so when it's a statewide matter? It's clearly an issue uh, that is a matter of public concern to the state as a whole. And yet we have a law on the books that doesn't seem to reflect what uh, we commonly view as being. Appropriate, and again, I'm not suggesting that the law should be one way or the other, but it should be clear, and it should be something that is settled by our General Assembly. I've said all that simply to get to this. The law for Missouri public school districts with respect to sex-segregated restrooms for transgender students is yet unclear the statute on the books currently must be amended in my opinion to at least address the issue of sex segregated restrooms generally in doing so the general assembly has the opportunity and it should give schools and others clarity as to how this issue will be handled throughout the state of missouri the notion by some that school districts must enact policies addressing this issue in the short term is just simply misplaced. This is an issue in which oversight and perhaps failure to act by the General Assembly puts school districts in a situation where they cannot make a policy decision without subjecting themselves to substantial legal risk. When it comes to this issue, from a legal perspective, our best advice is that school districts are better off waiting until the law is better settled and the General Assembly acts. At this point, it's unknowable what the law will be a few years from now as to whether it's unlawful discrimination to exclude a student from a restroom based upon their gender identity. So with that said, that is the reason why we have taken the approach we have, and that is you're better off as a school district not adopting a policy directly addressing this issue, but instead dealing with it on a one-on-one individual basis, and if our state general assembly will act, which I believe it really should given the language that's currently on the books, it will certainly help school districts and school boards effectively govern what they need to do in their schools. I just want to thank you for taking the time today to listen to Ed Council Insights. We hope that you'll follow and share our podcast on social media and subscribe to hear upcoming episodes on current legal topics and issues related to school law. You can follow us on X, formerly Twitter, Meta, formerly Facebook, and LinkedIn, if it's you know what that's called. Or you can check us out on our website. Just Google Ed Council, E D C O U N S E L, all one word, and you'll find us there. Glad we could be together. And thanks for listening to this edition of Ed Councilman's.